If it leaves me now, it takes away the biggest part of me. Takes away the biggest part of me. Ooh, no, Roger, please don't go. Ooh, no, I just want you to play. Council coming at you live on a Sunday, 7th of August. Beautiful Sydney Poirier morning as we cross the bridge into the final few weeks just a special shout out that uh, this is obviously a return show we've had um, a few technical issues on the way to some some big leave holidays new zealand's um back wrapped up at the back end with some more technical issues and we're finally back so um glad that we can hopefully finish a season on a strong note as always, coming to us live from Melbourne, Victoria, one test thunderino and two times controversially act rugby, Hong Kong rugby league board member, Jack. How's it going, mate? Yeah, good. Thanks, Riari. Nice to hear your voice again. Good to um, get back into uh, talking league. I think there's a lot of knowledge there that needs to be imparted on the, the listeners out there that have been... Um, you know, demanding a, a return, so they've got it. They can uh, hear some league, uh, league. They can learn league from us, really. You know, um, well, it's gonna be interesting. So, well, what? It, it was a while since you'd um, been back in New Zealand. Mm. What was the New Zealand the vibe for rugby league? Given they hadn't had it for two years, were people still wearing league shorts as a fashion accessory? The, I didn't see league shorts as much because it was in the middle of winter. I saw a lot of league paraphernalia, a lot of Warriors jerseys all through the all through the years. Um, but when I first got there, it was actually for the Kiwi Test versus Tonga. That's how long ago we're dealing with. Yeah. Uh, I should mention we did record a show that will never ever be seen by the masses, um, and that was actually we we're quite happy with ourselves after that. We could never actually upload it. Then we went to uh, then I went to New Zealand and yeah. The Tonga game was actually a huge um, – it was everywhere. I think that people were just so happy to have league back. And then the following week, um, I was actually over on Waiheke Island into the uh, into the Warriors game and managed to get back in time to, to watch it. It was – yeah, people were jumping on the ferry and Warriors gears. Families um, all going as one unit. Um, saw a lot of that, getting ready to get on public transport. And there's genuinely – it was just league in the year. Um, I think you know that feeling, Jack. It's usually it's in Sydney Portia when you can smell September, but this was something different. This was um, like, you know, like you haven't been allowed to do something for so long and the floodgates open. So, um, you know, it's, it's a few weeks ago now, but I think that the country just were demanding league and they and they got it, they got a pretty good couple of weeks with it, didn't they? Yeah, they did. They had a, a Warriors win against the helpless Tigers and uh, yeah and obviously the the pinnacle of our game that test match where you know Tonga just weren't able to get into the game New Zealand just dominated them from pillar to post and that uh, 
I, I guess it's optimistic for the World Cup, given, you know, for a team that hadn't played together as a unit for so long, only had sort of four or five days preparation. They, they looked fantastic, really. One yeah, that, that, that looked amazing. I've seen... I mean, you see a lot of good... We've seen it before. You see a lot of good Kiwi performances when they've been in camp and the brotherhood can thrive and grow. Mm. But this was incredible how, after four or five days, the way they... Well, you clicked. I mean, you're not going to have those wide sweeping moves and players running, uh, you know, fantastic angles. I don't think you can expect that in any uh, internationals early on because they just don't have the... Um, Continuity. The, yeah. Whereas I guess state or nationals, they do have that. Uh, and people say, oh, the quality's better and that. Because the one reason is because you invest in nationals so much, you give them fucking six weeks together all up during the year. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, for a midweek Kiwis test, you're having probably at the breakfast bar, you're probably having Cheerios and rice bubbles and, and nationals, you, you know, take your pick. You've probably got some nice uh, organic granola, uh, a full feed of cooked breakfast, um, any trimmings that you like. You probably got a dietitian there, and you get a rub down um, straight after. Whereas Kiwis is probably coming together for yeah some some basic food. I don't think the funding is anywhere near the same. Um, and then even following that, I think looking back, I, I did a three week stint in New Zealand. I had that third game of nationals, which was which was a superb game. So. We've been blessed with league um, into the past few weeks, but I just wanted to rattle off. So since we last really um, recorded, we've had, um, we've basically had the Pride jersey scandal. We've had the Raiders resurrection, and then I want to talk about Ricky last night. We've had the Roosters start starting to get a few games, um, albeit with a huge injury toll. The Broncos are starting um, to face plant a little bit and even in danger of making the eight. The Rabbitohs have um, been completely on fire. The Eels have lost Moses. The Storm have lost Pappenhausen and Jar Hughes. Sharks and Cowboys probably haven't had too much controversy. They've just been ripping through the wins and now basically a second equal on 30 points. Cowboys with a game in hand. Would you believe they have the chance to get to 32 if they can beat the Bulldogs? And then the Panthers have had the Nathan Cleary, uh, Jerome Luai absentee, absences, but still got the job done against the Raiders last night. Incredible what has happened to the uh, permutations of the 2022 Telstra Premiership in such a small time. And who said that it was just a couple of teams that could win it? I think it's starting to look like it could be one of those years that maybe we are going to have a late uh, challenger for the title after I think I personally thought that there's only three teams that could win it, Panthers, Storm and Eels. What about you, mate? How do you view the shake-up of the eight? If I had a gun to your head right now, who is your top four? Uh, Panthers, Cowboys, Sharks, and then the fourth position. Uh, uh, I mean, does Storm drop out? I haven't. I don't know what their run home is like, but I guess it could be a Storm. Probably still finish fourth, don't they? With the Eels fifth. Well. I mean, we've got just some huge... So you basically run with the Panthers, Cowboys, Sharks. You run with the top three, and then you think about the Storm. So you, you don't reckon that the, a winner can come from beyond the four as we no, speak you, right you, now. You just asked me who was your top four. Mm-hmm. I, I'm finishing four. Um, but, yeah, I mean, everyone you talk to 
sort of just likes to just go with the Panthers are going to win it. But again, mm. people need to understand that winning back to back is so special. Mm. Um, and, you know, they've had Luai. When's Luai back? Oh, I, I've got a feeling a couple more weeks. Yeah, yeah, he's before the finals. But mm. um, I still think people eat. It is a. It's an easy thing to go and say, yeah, Panthers will win it. But that winning back-to-back is so hard. And it's usually about now, mm. maybe a little couple of weeks earlier, that the, the reigning premiers start to falter a bit. Um, mm. We haven't seen it as yet. Maybe it's delayed a bit. Uh, maybe these Cleary and uh, Cleary suspension law injury stuff. So maybe a little bit of a blessing in disguise for them. But then so- you go... Yeah, but then you go, yeah, it's then it's the Cowboys and Sharks. But I don't think they can do it this year, right? Because it's sort of like the first year of their window. Yeah, I mean, I still, both those teams, right, and start with the Cowboys. You know, you've got a semi-final. Let's just say they finish second, which is unbelievable to think. So they will play our Sharks in a semi-final. That's actually going to be an incredibly evenly matched game. And it's going to be up in Townsville. So you think, okay, they might be able to get through that on the home home uh, crowd alone. But let's just say one of these teams from you know the back end of the four, the Roosters are Rabbitohs, right? They come play in a week two semi final. You think Chad Townsend, Tommy Dearden, um, are going to get you home in a tight semi final? Are they going to be able to win you two to three games to get you into a grand final? Um, you can say Chad's been there in that. Um, Chad was on the back of an inc- – Chad was a, a guy in that team, albeit quite experienced, and he's been there. But you really trust him to get you over the line in a knockout semifinal against a glamour club like a Roosters or a Rabbitohs or an Eels. Like, can you see them getting through a feel-good story, Peyton Coach of the Year, nice first-round win, maybe Townsville get a win or two. Can you can you actually see them competing beyond that? Or is this, as you say, just the first year of an unexpected window? Yeah, I, I, I can see them, I, I think. Um, you talk about the, the issues with Townsend and Dearden, but I feel like South have almost got that with Elias and Walker, you know. Um, Bruce is probably a little bit more, well, you, you know, Kerry's back. Yeah, I don't, yeah the, the Roosters, Rabbitohs, I think you'll, you're romanticising their chances a little bit too much at the moment, Harry. Yes, they're making quite a good run, but there's also oh, I, some fucking shit teams in our competition. You, you, you're right. You're 100% right. I don't think the Rabbitohs have what it takes, again, to get beyond a, maybe a week. Um, you know, they might play the Broncos in Sydney um, and get a win, but they're not going past week two. Um yeah. Even despite the brilliance of the trail, Mitchell, I still feel like <coughs> Elias, um, although he's starting to play a little bit better, I can't see getting um, getting them through an, a big, big um, major semi-final. I could see that with the Roosters, though, and I just need to know the the makeup of their front row with your Lindsay Collinses, your Takiahos. You get those back for the Roosters, and they can get up from, say, eight. If the Roosters can get to six, um, probably doesn't matter too much if you're in the back end of the eight because you're probably most likely 
could be playing in Sydney, although the Broncos could have a home semi. The Roosters go good up in Brisbane. Um, I, I'm, I'm putting a black mark through the Broncos. I don't like what I've seen lately. And I feel like the Kevin Walters is coming home to roost. Yeah, I was going to say that. Like, why isn't he playing Tamaro Martin? That's just uh, one of those pity he's going away next year calls. I think he's just come back from injury. Um, Tessie New had a couple of great games, and he's kept him in and um, against potentially the better judgment. Like the Broncos started pretty slowly, and they started to fire with when Tamaro Martin came. He gave them a different look, which is exciting for Warriors fans. And maybe it was a little bit of a flash in the pan, but they looked a different unit. Now they've had a huge um, injury toll as well, which is this is the nature of the NRL season. But I don't like the uh, something starting to stink about their chances, and it would not surprise me if oh fuck they're going to have to do well now. The Raiders can the Raiders actually catch anyone? Um, or we're going to have to go through the Raiders this draw. Um, you've looked, I think you've looked at it quite closely, and that's where you've come to the conclusion that they're. Um, yeah, that's okay. what you come to this conclusion. You think they're gone? Yeah, well, okay. The, the, this is just so close. You've got next week, right? We've got Roosters host the Cowboys at the Sydney Cricket Ground. Now, at the moment, the Roosters have got two points on the Raiders, and they've got a pretty fucking solid differential. So you think, okay, let's just go with the home. You, the Roosters in the shape they're in. Like, that, 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 the SCG next week. It actually has a little asterisk there against the SCG. Yeah, I was going to say, God, I thought we'd got rid of the buddy ECG. Is it? That's not going to open the new stadium, is it? No, no, no. It's, maybe it's no, no. Sometimes they put that there because I think they give VFL the first dibs on the that ground. But usually, yeah, um, I don't. Okay, let's just say it's a it's a Roosters home game. Then you've got Broncos hosting the Knights, who won't win another game this year, right? Yeah. Then you've got really. I mean, fuck, will they? Probably be They're nice. not going to Suncorp. They're not going to Suncorp and beat the Broncos. <laughs> you've got the Raiders at GIO against the Dragons. Okay, so you've, you've probably got three wins there. So all teams are intact um, coming through. Then you've got the um, Roosters against the Tigers. You know, say that that's a win. Then you've got Knights-Raiders. So... The Raiders have an incredible draw the next couple of weeks. Broncos have the storm at Suncorp. So the Broncos drop that game. Raiders are only two points behind. Yep. This is going into round 24. Broncos host the Eels. Very losable game. And then it's going to come down to the Raiders hosting Manly at GIO. And if they can win that and the Eels get up, we're talking about a two teams tied. Um, do we need to look at the Roosters have the Storm and Amy so they could potentially fall into a three-way tie there then the Roosters have the Rabbitohs now that's potentially at the new ground at the 2nd of September um, having all been tied Dragons hosting Broncos and Raiders have the Tigers so fuck me dead it's coming down to round 24 um, sorry, round 25 for that last, for those last two positions. Last couple of seasons we've been sorted before around the last couple of rounds. Yeah, we, we, we're going down to pure, we're going down to all permutations, especially when you've got Rabbitohs, Roosters. I tell you what, the Roosters, the Roosters aren't out of the, um, out of the woods here. They've actually got a pretty tricky draw home. Um, you would think Panthers, Cowboys, Sharks. Having a tricky draw home, I know. It's good. I like it. 
compared to the Raiders, they're going to get into week one and get flogged, even if they do make it, I reckon. Because you saw the last one against the Panthers, and then everyone's going to, like, even the last few weeks, they, like, they haven't been really playing good teams. And it might be that false sense of security again, like we had last night. We thought they could compete with the Panthers. As soon as Tapanay went off, the game changed, didn't it? I think he had a rib injury. So he's he's been basically their best player, arguably the best forward um, in the comp for for a few weeks now. They lose him. They they fucking struggle. That pub game next week is so important. Well, the pub game, you're not talking about Warriors um, dogs, are you? Yeah. But it for is. Us, for, 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 for our history, it is. Yeah. I mean, I've got... I've got relative faith that we win that pub game next week against even the resurgent dogs and even how disgusting we were yesterday. I'll tell you what, I don't know if it was just catching like wildfire, but I was on Twitter yesterday and I could not believe how many people were like, if Justin Morgan has a, has, because his job's already been secured for next year as the defensive coach. Like, what the fuck is that? The bloke's led in 70 and 40 and 50. Like, he is a fucking sieve. Like, I'm sure that that's what they're calling him down um, at Mount Smart when they're doing training. Uh, like, what are, you, what are we kicking off um, training this week with? Oh, we've got some drills with Siv, and then we've got some attack stuff with Stacey. Like, the guy, how the fuck does he have a job? Uh. Bring in Monty. Like, just some hard kind Because defence is a bad attitude, isn't it? Oh, totally. You could see, like, Tohu. What? Tohu doesn't want to be. Oh. How bad was uh, and and admittedly I felt he was being pretty good getting back to you know post ACL. God, him and even for Noah Blake, someone said during the week they're like, I just don't have a good feeling about the Warriors playing any anything decent away from home for the rest of the year because mentally now they've been away for three years. They finally got back home and what now we have to go away again. Like I can see the game. Get this, mate. Going to one three hundred smiles in a couple of weeks' time. That's got a tropical trounce written all over it, doesn't it? Yeah, shit. I mean, like, like I said yesterday, uh, I watched it all of the game. Um, mm. Forty-eight ten was actually flattering to us. A hundred percent. It was. They were fucking around like a training run in the second half. The um, Rabbitohs. I think that they genuinely didn't want to break the Warriors' spirit. They did not want to put seventy on us. They could have put eighty on us. I was doing all the math. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, and I mean some of the fucking. Like, Tohu tried to push Latrell rather than tackle him. <laughs> what about how he just ripped the ball off Johnson? Like, a school, a school kid. Have you ever seen so many clean breaks? Like, a clean snap. Like, you know when you rip it, you know when you just, like, break a Kit Kat and it breaks beautifully, like, straight down those lines? Yeah. Like, the, the Rabbitohs were going through Untouched. A huge gap in our defensive line. Just in gaping, just... gaping wounds. Like yeah. such a clean break. Like that, that that that's just like How does Morgan sleep at night? <laughs> I saw a combox shot of the Rabbitohs. They were like couldn't stop laughing during the middle of an NRL game. You had Demetrio, Ben Hornby, uh, a couple of other quite familiar faces. They actually made me think, I was like, fuck me. The Rabbitohs coaching staff, it looked like pretty solid, eh, Dave Hornby? Who else was in there? Do, do you remember looking at the... Um, oh, there's, 
the Cribos will know, but there's another guy, older guy behind. But there's another guy like Hornby, like another quite a um, oh, Ricky. I don't know. Um, it did make me further appreciate uh, the job that Demetrio's done. I mean, they are. Where are they at the moment? Twelve and eight. It's a fucking good season, Jack. Yeah, post Bennett. Big time. Big time post Bennett. Now, I remember at the start of the season, the post Bennett, as your Mickey Darlings will have you, oh, they're going to be shit post Bennett. Remember I did the numbers at the start of the season. It's actually not as bad as you think. They, he just had a couple of, um, I know, a couple I know. of real stinkers. But um, the post Bennett Broncos seasons have always actually been all right. Um, so I want to go back to last night, right? Did you watch how much league did you watch last night? Uh just couldn't watch the Panthers Raiders because they're just kid shit. Yeah, I mean if you're doing Super Saturday, you've done something right for the last three or four weeks. If you're doing a full Super Saturday. Um yeah. I have That's to like, usually get up early and watch the KO mini. Five thirty on a Saturday is a difficult time. Like oh, yeah. six PM on a Friday is okay, right? Because it's the pub game. That's why it's called the pub game. You can watch it without getting interrupted because you don't even go home or whatever. Disrupting it. Did you know that the pub game is the the term the pub game has gone mainstream? Like people use it now on Twitter. Oh, I was thinking that the other day. Has it actually, or is it just it, our? It has. No, it has. Go it check. Has. It has. One hundred percent has. I believe a couple of writers. Um, and uh, so I'll call them scribes, rugby league scribes, have started to use the term pub game. I'll find it for you. I, I think I've, I think I've sent you something in the past. I, I have a feeling it's, you know, I'm pretty sure we could claim to have invented that, like Wicked Chicken. We 100% invented the pub game. Maybe. Um, it's commonly used in the vernacular of leagues in our um, in our circle and extended circles. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But pub game, yes, you can always get away with it, pub game. Storm Titans was it this week the pub game? Did you manage to yeah. catch any of that? Uh, watching it in a Uber with roast. Um, oh, no, I actually had to a gig. Uh, yeah, so it was like, we went right past it. I mean, I, yeah, I watched uh, yeah like the first half. I just again Storm winning thirty six twelve whatever, but they didn't. Um, yeah, it still didn't look like the Storm right. And the other, oh, the big news for that was Young Tonomopia. Um, Returning back. after wow. a mission, was that for a mission or was that for a yes, after a mission? Eh? And Mara, interesting. Yeah. I looked it up this morning, so he's a he's a um uh a storm a Victorian junior, and mm. he um for all doesn't do too badly. Um, yeah, who else did he play for? Storm and oh, oh Titans, yeah, yeah, if, if in doubt. You you but you just say the Titans because because everyone goes through the Titans, don't they? Munster's got a hat trick. Yeah, I know. Fuck, he's in my fantasy team. I didn't make the fucking playoffs. That would have been that would have been helpful. You didn't make the playoffs either, defending champ, did you? No. Fuck, disappointing end. I think I lost four out of my last five. I was sitting in bloody fourth place. What a congratulation. Warrior S. Anyway, so Eels without Mitchell Moses. Dylan Brown stepped up like that move that, that some of his movements and breaks and when he has the ball in open field and he runs, I don't feel like with this Dylan Brown, we haven't seen this until this season, this open field running Dylan Brown, um, line break Dylan Brown. 
you know, he's been quite a good guy, um, either getting put into a hole, a short hole near the goal line or, you know, yeah. making a little bit of a bus, half bus himself. But this 2022 iteration of Dylan Brown, when he makes clean, big line breaks or finishing moves, fuck, it's, he's just added another dimension to his game, isn't he? Yeah, and i got to say, remember there was like an arms race for him when he was mm-hmm. You can see why now, right? Like, it's mm. one of those players, and I think they're the better player. Well, the ones that don't take, um, they don't take the comp by storm straight away. Mm-hmm. They take a couple of years, like Dylan Brown. Well, and saying that, people were still saying how good he was. Like, it yeah, was- I remember Joey, Joey was going, Joey is waxing over his first game. Tell you what, though, don't forget, at the end of last season, the Eels gave him permission to let to, um, to, to look around and they were going to release him from his deal to keep Jacob Arthur. And then um, Brown's manager goes, actually, no, nah, fuck this. We're going to back ourselves and stay and stay out the contract. Now he's probably their best player. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, Insane the, that the, 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 the nepotism from Arthur, like that was just, Imagine if that got out and he was doing what he was doing now for the dogs with Burton. Imagine that half sparing him and Burton. Yeah, I know. I mean, but Arthur played quite well uh, on Friday night. Yep. Yeah, he did. Like, I, mean, I, I still feel um, they can beat the big teams. They can win it. And, and I can see a Panthers-Eels grand final as my is my grand final right now. Wow. What a what a weekend the Golden West that would be. Could you get a better, like, scripted grand final than going, trying to go back-to-back versus first win since 986, both teams, the pride of the West. Um, you know, that's it's Samoa Tonga-esque. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking that last night. Would will we ever see a Dragons versus Sharks grand final in our lifetime? I don't think a joint venture will make a grand final in our lifetime. I think the joint venture thing is just doomed. Wow. I think that the, the, I think those two joint ventures, they the Tigers caught lightning in a bottle with Benji and and the, and the romanticism, but you know they fucking that was a blip on the radar when you think about it. I guess they had a couple of good years afterwards with you, Benji, and that. But, you know, yeah. you're looking back but, at some yeah, more of the, the streaky complex. The joint venture's getting even more toxic, right? 100%. And then Bennett came in and he won that confidence. Yeah. You know, Bennett was pretty close to doing the same thing with Newcastle. That was the power of him in the early uh, 2010s. He'd come into a club and he'd fucking almost win you a comp just by sheer brute force and bringing in, you know, the likes of your Jeremy Smiths, your Neil Costigans, and your Bo Scotts. He had like a crew with him. It's like, you know, when you bring in a fucking crew of scaffolders, like Bennett yeah. would come up, set the scaffold up, um, dump a whole heap of rubbish at that fucking property. Hit <laughs> some technical issues. He'd no, piss no. off and he'd probably run 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 through the um the the, the mum at the property. Quote. Is and I I don't think that the future of the joint ventures like um it ain't and that's not you got Tim fucking Sheen's coming back and you've got Anthony Griffin and a bunch of old like the Dragons short to medium term history is uh, future is is not a good one 
I saw the Titans were looking at Ben Hunt. Really? Hasn't he had a resurrection of his career? Good on him. Fuck, he plays good football. He's he's kind of how I was explaining him the other day. I was like, he's how I wish Sean Johnson played, right, at this stage of his career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Agree. Um, Are you of Sean Johnson at the moment? I'm what, sorry? You're a big defender of Sean Johnson. Yeah, I am, because I think that that the red playing um, fantastically. But he is, um, he's going backwards. Like, he's in a team that, uh, you know, I think at halftime we had 800 metres and the the Rabbitohs had 1,400. Like, what the fuck are you supposed to do if you're a um, a half? And our completion rates weren't that bad yesterday, were they? Oh, I kind of I missed the first. I was listening to the first fifteen minutes on the radio. But they're just they're just innocuous completions. It's quite funny how the game, like in probably ten years ago, if you complete it ninety percent, you'll win. It's a bit I different know. days. I felt like that momentum shifted when Cooney was getting like <laughs> these really high completion rates when he's coaching the Warriors and we didn't make mistakes but we were the most boring shit bludgeoning of teams like those early Cooney years yeah cool we, d- we didn't make mistakes good on you but we had no football in us we even had football in us in, in years Jack no, no. bright spark for this like bright spot for this year one of them is Edward Cossey um, the next money Vatavai no you don't think so <laughs> He's maybe the next poor man's Henry Fifele. Oh, okay. It's funny, like, good on them, the radio commentators yesterday, um, really trying their best. I enjoyed um, his pro- pronunciation. He was actually correct, Watane Zelezniak, and he was doing well. Then, like, it got to Kossi, and I'm sure, like, you know, how it's pronounced is not Kossi, it's Kussi, probably. But he was saying, like, Cussy, like a like a pussy. It was just he was just fucking blowing it out. And every time he said it, I was just chucking away. Like, good on him for trying. He got a lot right, but um, the cussy was 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 pretty fucking funny. Cussy, uh, cussy, cussy. Yeah. Um. So last night, Ricky Stewart, Ricky Stewart called. Jamin, is it Jamin Salmon? Yeah. He called him a weak gutter dog, and he said he's known him. Since he was a kid, he was a weak gutter dog then, and he's a weak gutter dog now. In all sports, I'm trying to rack my brain this morning, in all sports, I don't think I can remember a coach abusing a player, let alone like a, like a non-factor player. Like, you know, you might go after like, you know, a Jared Warrior Hargraves and yeah. say, he's a filthy player and he always has been, and you'll leave it at that, right? Um. To go after a player like that, I mean, he's he's probably deflecting away from his team's shit performance. But that is um, <laughs> unbelievable from Rick. Uh, I'm a bit sort of... You can't say that. I guess you can't, but this is Ricky Stewart. He'll, he will and he'll get away with it. I, I, I just... If he's waking up, like, what is his fucking, like, what does his mumsy say to him when he comes home? He's like, Rick, like, fuck, 
You just called that poor boy a weak gutter dog. But what's wrong with you? I'd like to actually read it, Mum, to be honest. Um, but the, the the background is that so his boy, who apparently played reserve grade for Raiders yesterday, oh, played Ricky's. Ricky's yeah. Mm-hmm. Apparently played uh, juniors in Cronulla, uh, which makes sense because he coached at Cronulla and played with Jamin Salmon. And apparently, oh, something's happened. Something's happened in that those circles. I think is is that just your um your league your, your league knows sniff, sniffing something out, or do you know that? No, people have said, some people have said on Twitter as well that Salmon and Ricky Stewart's boy played um. Which makes sort of make I, I knew I tried to as soon as I heard it I was trying to deduce you know I'm an intrepid reporter trying mm-hmm. to work out where like what could have happened you know like did he he was playing for Karen Bar RSL versus St Joey's or something and he I gad somebody on Stuart's boys team you know I did see someone share a Wikipedia page of Salmon um, kudos for someone who's put that together on a innocuous rugby league player. But it did say that he had multiple incidents where he, like, driving and, like, fucking, uh, like, almost injured and killed people with reckless driving and flipped cars and um, basically being tanked the next morning after a big night and having car accident after car accident. But, I mean, potentially he was in one of those cars. I don't know. But Rick can't say that. I mean, the, the Raiders have had a great run lately and they've got an easy run home, as we've seen, but fuck, you can't do that. Um, did you see the Tariq Sims shot last night? Yeah. <laughs> um, I was on the way The uh, I had to go down and get nappies from the shop and I had it on the radio and he goes, they fucking lost it. Like, that is gutless from Klein. That is the most gutless call of it. Like they're going, it has to be, has to be a send off, has to be a send off. It's consistency. They fucking lost it. Was it that bad? No. Well, I thought um, Brandy or Warren, who was was got it right last night. No, it was Janine. Janine. Now, yeah. They go. Send offs only happen for really spear tackles and mm. and uh high shots generally go 10 in the bin because and i sort of agree because a high shot now done. maybe lately maybe lately but a good high shot bubba kennedy got sent off uh oh burgess on us at the warriors got sent off on yeah. luke walsh they don't like 80s coat hangers right Mate, they make it up as they go along. Yeah, I know. What about so, the Nelson Asafa Solomona last week? <laughs> it's it can't even get fucking fined or suspended. So Jed Stewart is Ricky's boy, right? Uh huh. And he played for Australian Rara Sevens. Mm-hmm. And now he's um, yeah, he's on the bench for the New Queensland, uh, New South Wales uh, for Canberra Raiders New South Wales Cup. Hmm. So, I feel as though... Oh, and the other guy that we've stolen from Australian Rara Sevens is um, that Lockie Miller. Who's he playing for? The Sharks, eh? Sharks, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what's that? Is it because of the cough? These guys can't play Rara now. Don't know, mate. Did you Don't see know. that uh, 
Leichhardt railing collapse? No. Mate, Google it. Uh, Twitter it. Is that yesterday, there was a... I couldn't believe it. There was a school rah game. Mm-hmm. It looked quite full, actually. And um, at Leichhardt Oval, these guys were celebrating this try being scored. Mm-hmm. And this, it collapsed, like, this fence. And everyone, like, went... Landed on each other, face-planting. I mean, you couldn't... I reckon Valanders has got someone out there just to fucking do something to it the night before. Did you um, see? Did you see Valanders? Fucking the nerve of the guy puts himself on NRL.com and makes them repost an interview that he had on sun, on Sunrise talking about the stadium. <laughs> Unbelievable! The fucking arrogance of that man. Oh, he basically gets NRL.com to post, and they go, "Here goes our." Um, Chairman Peter Vellandi's AM. What's AM? Uh, Order of Australian Middle. So he puts that there. <laughs> Fucking Aaron Carr. And he says, here goes our chairman fighting for uh, um, making, you know, the New South Wales government accountable or something like that. You just see that they can't type it himself. Um, He's having a run for politician at some stage, isn't he? Oh, fuck. I just hope someone hey. digs up some dirt on that cunt. But there is none. Because he doesn't drink. He's just he's just a mate. The bodies have been buried, don't you worry about that. You reckon? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um all right, looking ahead to Sunday. Today. Can the dogs beat the cowboys in Sydney? I think they can right now. No, it's not in Sydney. That's the thing I wanted to bring up. It's in Bundaberg. You should see the ground they're playing at. It's like fucking Bob Dean's Oval. Fucking, what are they doing in Bundaberg? It's a home game for the dogs. Yeah, but, you know, people love taking their Cowboys games away because no one will turn up in Sydney. Oh, they kind of fucked that up, didn't they? So the dogs next year, the lone team at um, Olympic Stadium, Homebush. Wow. They've got it to themselves. So the Rabbitohs and the Roosters are going to share um, new Allianz. Really? Yeah. Well, it wasn't the whole yarn about Rabbitohs moving to uh, um, no, stadium. Got, they got cash. It was just such a great cash deal. No, nah, but it was also that they also said that oh, it's, we've done a survey of all our members and most of them live out west now. Oh, you'd have to ask your bunny heartland that question. But I mean, them, yeah. being, back in, them being back in the, in the pseudo borough is fucking fantastic for rugby league. I, I believe so. But yeah, I'm just saying it's different than what they've been spouting off the last few years. So you think that the Cowboys should should run a train through the Bulldogs then this this afternoon? I think the Bulldogs will be competitive. Uh, nah, I think it'll be like the Dragons last week. They might be okay. competitive for the first half. Okay. Tigers, Knights. No Jackson Hastings. Jeez, what a... That is really a... Um, that's a non... That's a, drive, you, you, know, you, you can watch that game. Yeah, yeah, it's a drive past the car crash game, isn't it? That That, that is like... I'll keep an eye on it, but I will not have it on the TV. I'll keep an eye on my phone. Really? Just to, yeah, I mean. I watch Dogs Cowboys at two. That's fucking, that's perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go. I mentioned there's going to be a coach tonight that is going to be in the doldrums, Kamali or O'Brien. Yeah, but Kamali's like, he's playing with house money. The the guy doesn't, he he can't believe his luck that he's actually even coaching NRL games. 
Yeah, yeah. So AOB then. So the pressure's on. I think I think AOB saves saves his bacon tonight, and they beat the Tigers. And Where the Cowboys, Campbelltown. Oh yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're going with a halves pairing of Jock Madden, Adam, Adam Dewey. And this not bad. Brooke, no Brooks, yeah. Because Hayes is Mil- Milford and Clifford. Milford and Clifford. What's that? Hastings wasn't playing in the halves. Anyway, he was playing lock. Yeah, I know. Um, Jesus, not much to like about both teams here. No. I mean, um, you're just focusing on the Kiwis like um, Apu is- Kapoa, Asu Kapoa, uh, Phoenix Crossland. Oh, Phoenix Crossland. Who's that guy, uh, Thompson? No, he's not playing. For who? The oh, nice. um, yeah, what's his name? Not Bodine. Um, Bodine uh, Scary looking guy. I know the guy, yeah, Gisborne boy. Yeah. Um, Matt Croker, any relation? He's coming on the bench for... Um... No, I don't think so, but I do like him as a player. He's got a bit of footy in him. Nice. Oh, good stuff. All right. Well, we're back on now. We've got the rest of the season. We've got, we'll be smelling September in a couple of weeks. Um, we've really got four weeks left uh, of the misery for us. Hopefully, we can win two games and just avoid that spoon. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Something to build on for next year. We've got to avoid the spoon. We've got to. I can't. I can't, I can't handle it. What we're playing for. And next week's a huge pub game for that. Yeah. Quite fired up for that one, actually. So what do we want? So we, so what do we want? That? So obviously the Cowboys dogs is quite crucial to that. So it would almost the dog winning would be good, wouldn't it? Oh, I think no matter what, it's going to be quite hard for them on a Sunday then to fly in for a Friday game in New Zealand, isn't it? Yeah, quite. So we've got a little bit of a leg up, but um, yeah, um, big games. Big games for you, Raiders, Roosters, and Broncos, as we talked about earlier. Um, We'll get into it again next week. You've got to love your league. Got to love your league.